Hello, plant and fungi fans out there. It's Sid Harvey Griffith from Permatours, a nonprofit that brings people together to exchange skills and knowledge through permaculture action and natural building focus events that support biodiversity, personal growth, and the resilience of local communities. Today, I am at Maine Fungi Fest 2023, a gathering to celebrate all things fungi, plant-based healing, and evolving consciousness. I have the great pleasure of interviewing some of the event's awesome speakers, educators, vendors, and participants. So let's kick it off. I'll turn it over to you, our guest, to introduce yourself, and then we'll begin our interview. Welcome, Jim. It's great to have you here. How have you been enjoying Maine Fungi Fest so far? It's awesome. There are so many lovely, cool, beautiful people here. I just love it. Well, that's great to hear. Can you share what inspired you to attend? Jonathan gave me a call and said, you want to come? <laughs> and I said, sure. Sounds like fun. So, yeah. And so it goes. So, tell me a bit about yourself. How did you find yourself doing this kind of healing work? Yeah, I'm going to start with, I don't consider myself a sound healer. Good to know. Um, I... Sound practitioner, I use. Sound healing sounds like I'm doing healing somehow or other to somebody. And my whole um, perception of what goes on in using sound and vibration for healing work is that what all I'm doing is helping people open space to do their own healing. But um, I discovered. I discovered the power of sound and how it could affect my brain by playing. I make instruments, musical instruments for a living. It's the other thing I do. Um, and I was playing a glass keyed instrument and a friend of mine was playing a stone keyed instrument. We were just jamming together and every now and then I heard this third sound that I could feel it doing something to my brain. And so I was like, what is that? Um, and it ends up the two instruments weren't tuned exactly the same. So when we were hitting the same note together, it was setting up what's called a beat frequency. When you have two notes that are close to each other, what happens is they sort of play off each other and create this wah, 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 wah thing. I could show you what that it sounds like, but um, yeah, and I felt through my brain, this was before internet, so I went to the library and started researching and found all this cool stuff on sound and what it can do. And, um, so that set me off. I started making some, I was an instrument maker, um, so I started making instruments specifically for sound therapy work, and then I eventually became a practitioner, started off with my own instruments and then started using tuning forks and then I get into gongs and once you get into gongs you're just gone you know it's, like, it's yeah <laughs> one of my um, things I've wanted to do in my personal evolution is just get to the point where I just love everybody right doesn't matter what they look like where they come from whatever if they're nasty you know or nothing just I can love people anybody for who they are because um, really we're all inside we're just beautiful beings no matter what kind of stuff we've gone through and what you know what comes out of us you know it's all all that is just disease and 
just, we're all beautiful inside. So what this work has done, it's opened me up, it's opened my intuitive self, it's opened up, um, because, you know, working people with this thing, it's like anything, a massage, any kind of work you're doing with individuals, it does open up your intuitive things. And so I get in touch with people when I'm working on them on a deep level. And when you, when you connect with somebody on a deep level, I call it soul or call it whatever you want to, I just fall in love with them. I mean, everybody I work on, I fall in love with. And not in a weird, you know, possessive way, but just an appreciation of who they are. And so it's helped me, <laughs> back to your question, it's helped me open up to that where I am much more able to just love everybody. Not perfectly. <laughs> uh, not as, you know, I still have a ways to go, but, you know. But it's, yeah, so it's just, it's helped me develop as a human being. Wow, that's beautiful. Thank you, Jim, for sharing that. Can you expand upon the feelings of connection that people express they experience when doing this kind of work, when having a, a sound bath? Yeah, well, yeah, it, it connects when you're working with somebody. I mean, it's, it's, it's intimate work. Um, you're, you know, I do gong baths. We see all these gongs and people lie down and you know, a whole bunch of people and I do that. And that's not as intimate, but I'm still, I'm still connecting with the people that are there, but it's just very different with a group than it is for an individual person. Uh, but when I'm working with an individual, then I just sort of let, try to let my regular brain thinking go to some level. It's still got to be there, but I still, you know, and just sort of just tune into them. Mm. Um, and, and that takes practice. I mean, that's like a skill like anything else. Um, and, you know, having, doing that, then it's, um, yeah, it sort of becomes natural. I mean, now when I meet somebody, you know, I meet people here. Um, I meet you and I, I don't necessarily even see what you look like because I'm not looking at you that way. I'm looking at what's inside you. And that's not in a prying kind of like, you know, weird way. I don't think it is anyway. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, a lot of people, I'll meet them and have a really nice connection and then you know half an hour later I, if I see them again I won't recognize them on a face level I'll, because that's not how I was looking at them. Super interesting that you pick up on people's energy like that when going through this kind of intimate experience with them. How did you find yourself offering sound baths for fungi lovers? Well, I mean, mushroom lovers are just cool people, so right. I like cool people. <laughs> <laughs> um, I like funky people. I like people that are into things. So I've, when I've worked with people doing the sound work, um, a lot of them have said that it's the closest thing to doing a mushroom trip that they've ever experienced without actually doing that. So that's what, I mean, it does something similar. I mean, I... I I don't speak from experience because I've never done 
um, mushrooms, but from my understanding, you know, it's a similar thing. It, 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 it shifts your brain, your normal brain mechanisms enough to open up space to let, let healing or change or evolution happen in your brain. And that's exactly what the sound does. Super cool. I've heard that from people as well. And speaking of which, can you expand upon the kinds of changes that you've experienced or witnessed in people that you've worked with? Some are immediate, sometimes even in a sound bath. I'll do a 15-minute sound bath and somebody will come up to me afterwards and say, you know, I came in here with a headache and my neck was sore and my shoulder was aching and it's all gone. That doesn't happen there with everybody. I'm not saying I'm, there's any magic voodoo going on here, but it, it can do that. Um, some people who have a hard time getting in touch with what's going on internally. They've built up walls for what's going on internally. Sometimes the work can help melt those walls down a little bit and let them access themselves better. I mean, that happened today mm -hmm. with somebody. Yeah. So it's hard to know, really, because what, you know, I mean, I mentioned the, um, you know, somebody's aches and pains sort of disappeared, and that's happened a bunch of different times, but that's not usually how it happens. Usually when, you know, our healing process is a process, so it takes a lot of time and energy. And what I consider this work to do is not necessarily, you know, boom, <laughs> you're healed, although that would be awesome, but sometimes it's initiation. Sometimes it's just the beginning step of opening, opening up the door just enough so that things can shift, you know. Um, so I don't necessarily see what, what goes on. Hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. I'm sure it's constantly evolving for people after they leave and experience what they take with them. Can you share a bit about your work making instruments? That's pretty cool. I started off making um, large, large um, xylophones, large wooden xylophones. They look like a hammock. You know, they look, they hang up on strings like a hammock. Um, and I saw one and I really liked it that was designed differently. I changed the design, played with it, made a couple more, changed the design some more. And then I was like, time I was looking at, you know, a way to work out of my home as opposed to working out. I was doing building demolition and salvage at the time. And I uh, wanted to just be able to stay put and work out of my shop. And so I said, well, I wonder if I can sell these. So I went to a place where they, I could sell stuff and I sold four xylophones and I'm like, okay, I can do this. So I started playing with other materials. I think I probably played with glass first, uh, different metals, stone. Stone is so awesome. Um, I love stone. Um, and started doing that and going to craft fairs and selling stuff at craft fairs, uh, which can get very old <laughs> after a while. If you like, you know, especially all this breakable stuff I have, you know, 
big breakable stuff. Um, mm -hmm. And so I did that for a long time, and then I went online and started doing it there. Um, sort of my first customers were a lot of Hollywood percussionists who are always looking for different sounds to, you know, put in their movies and whatever. Um, which, and once you sell to somebody in that line of work, you know, everybody else sees it, and so everybody else wants something. So I'm still selling stuff to those, you know, to that genre of people. Um, but most of my stuff now, I started making um, instruments for playgrounds and children's museums, and that's when it, the instrument business took off. Um, and so now I just have stuff on a website, and um, you know I don't have to try to sell anything because people find my website and they order something. It's a small niche, you know, the musical mm -hmm. playground thing. Oh, I bet. Yeah, that's really interesting. Could you offer a little demo, perhaps, so we can experience some of the magic that's created when you play these instruments? So when I was talking about the beat frequency, when I first sort of experienced the sound therapeutic um, experience, these pipes, um, the wall thickness isn't uniform in them. And they, because of that, they have two different tones. And if you hit it in the right place, you will get both tones, which will set up a beat frequency. Um, and I'm not sure if it'll come out on there, but... Well, that's what that sound is. Sort of 
somehow or other disconnect or go off on some level, but while still like, you know, firing like crazy trying to figure out what's exactly going on there. So, you know, I don't know exactly what that is, but um, I find it's very cool. Oh, wow. Yeah, I could bask in that all day. Thank you so much. As we are approaching the close here, Jim, is there anything else that you'd like to share with the people? Appreciate the festival and what is going on here and, you know, the gathering of the people and the intention that the festival is, you know, all sort of organized around. Um, so, yeah. Ditto that, and what an amazing amalgamation of people, energy, gifts, around that intention of elevating consciousness together. Super beautiful, and I'm honored to be a part of it as well. Where can people find you online? How can people continue to learn from you, keep up with the work you're doing in the world? Um, I'm in Union, Maine. I'm, in, I'm easy to find on the internet. If you Google Jim Doble, you will find me. Uh, the business name is Elemental Design, which will also take you right to me. Or if you, you know, Google crazy gong guy in Maine, you know, I, <laughs> pretty much that'll be me. Well, thank you so much, Jim, for your time. I so enjoyed learning about you in this way. You're very Appreciate welcome. It. Thank you.